0: Welcome to Rewatched and Revisited. I am your host, Solomon Ray, and we are rewatching and revisiting the first season of House of the Dragon on HBO. I am your host, Solomon Ray, the host of the Solomon Ray podcast, which comes out every Thursday, so be sure to listen to it every Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and where else ever the girls is listening to the podcast these days because I don't know but I just know those two anyways I just want to give a shout out to the girls who listened to the first episode that came out on Monday I'm kind of low-key high-key gagged because I knew the girls would listen to the, the episode by default I didn't think the girls would go hard body for the episode I knew there was like a good portion who were like bitch we need a whole Game of Thrones like you know recap episode and i was like girl i don't know really want to i was if i was like able to do it so i did it and i was like we'll see if the girls really eat it up and y'all did which i'm kind of gagged at the numbers so thank you guys so much for listening um and shout out to us watching like geek shit because if you really think about it Game of Thrones is really some geek shit. Like, it's really all that sci-fi geek shit. Now, there is some geek shit I've never been able to get into is, like, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and stuff like that. I've never gotten into that. So, it's kind of weird how I fell into being a fan of Game of Thrones. Anyways... Let's just hurry up and get into this episode because last episode I was like, bitch, it's gonna be 30 minute, 30 minute, 30 minute, 30, 30 minute meals. You know, that's what I thought I was gonna give. You know, I thought I was really going to give like a 30 minute recap and like really give the tea for the first episode. And I just went to rambling for like almost damn near an hour and 40 minutes, you know? So. Yeah, I'm definitely not the Rachel Ray of podcasts, bitch. I cannot give 30-minute meals. I can't give, like, 30-minute episodes. But I'm going to try, I'm going to try, I'm going to try, okay? I really do commend the girls who can just come in, sit down, do 30 minutes, have a little outline, and dip the fuck on out. But I am... Hold on. Let me not... I'm not going to put my business out there like that no more. This is not the Solomon Ray podcast. So let me not put my business out there because I was about to really talking about my life, and it's not really... This is not what this podcast is about. But, girl, needless to say, say, I gotta hurry up. I I just don't have that much time. I have, like, another hour. I gotta get out of here in, like, an hour. Like, I have, like, a really short window. Bitch, let me just get into the show. Episode 2. It is called The Rogue Prince. And so, basically, it's six months after the death of Queen Emma, which is crazy because, like, in... The Game of Thrones series, like the way that they're moving through time in this spinoff, I kind of appreciate, but um, it is kind of gaggy because in some other series and even the Game of Thrones series, it doesn't go that fast that quickly. So anyway, so this is six months after Queen Emma, shout out to Queen Emma, um, was murdered. Cause that's really what I'm not, I'm not going to ever say she was not murdered. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, when she died during. No, you murdered. She she was murdered. She was murdered in cold blood. So it is what it is. I'm not about to argue with nobody about it. So shout out again. Shout out to Queen Emma. Anyways. So the master of ships, you know, brother Corliss demands that they take action after like four ships of his are destroyed by pirates, which he basically was talking about. Bitch, the last episode, six months ago. So this is led by the crab feeder, a man, Prince, Admiral, Drahar, or whatever, of the triarchy. I don't really know too much about it. I just, I don't really understand who that person is. But but they call him, like, the crab feeder because, I guess, they be put, like, when somebody is captured or whatever, he, he nails them to something on the beach or whatever. And crabs just be eating them up. Which is the opening scene, which is really sickening because it's like all these crabs is just, like, tearing up these motherfuckers' legs and arms and stuff. It's kind of crazy. I didn't think crabs, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really know too much about the ecological system or, like, the animals or the sea or whatever. But I didn't think crabs be tearing up, like, they can't eat a whole leg of a human. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like... Damn, that's ambitious for some crabs. You know, like I feel like they I feel like crabs would take like a couple bites and be like, "Oh, I'm full." You know what I'm saying? Like they're not going to just eat a whole motherfucker's leg. Maybe I'm wrong, bitch. I don't I don't know how the crabs beat. All I know is I eat crabs. I know I just go and get me a crab boil and that's how I get the crabs, bitch. I don't know too much about what I, bitch, I thought crabs was just eating plankton or like whatever the fuck is on the middle. I You know what I'm saying? Like I just feel like crabs, their mouths and their bodies are so small. I can't imagine them just eating a whole leg off or, like, an arm or, like, even a finger, bitch. I just feel like they'd be, like, took a couple nibbles and be like, "Mm, I'm full. I'm satisfied. Let me go rest and lay my burdens down by the riverside or something, you know? So anyways, they open up the scene, and the crabs are just tearing up these motherfuckers. And it's wild. But also, 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 shout out to the snow crabs. (sighs) I know this is not the Solomon Ray podcast but I'm just really devastated I've It's been weeks and I've not been able to really come to terms with this news but really shout out to the the snow crabs this season who are not making it to adult terms and the fact that they've had a cancel snow crab season and we're going to really go into a spring and summer with no fucking crab legs snow crab legs is really wild to me and I just don't know how I'm I don't know how to prepare for this you know what i'm saying so sh- honestly shout out to the snow crabs anyways boom moving right along so basically brother corliss is pissed because he know warned these motherfuckers on the last episode about you know pirates about to take their ships and but autos or goofy ass was cock blocking and being a fucking bitch and now look motherfuckers is dead you know what i'm saying So, you know, Otto's over here talking about some, oh, girl, we'll pay you back, you know, all the ships that were um, um, destroyed and we'll also give some compensation to the families. And it's just like, girl, it just, first off, like, the master of coins last week was already talking about we over here draining the budget. You know what I'm saying? Like, we already spending too much money. The coins ain't really coining at the moment. So it's like, girl how you gonna pay me for you know what i'm saying if y'all motherfuckers listen to me what i said the first time. first off you should have been listening to both of us this is the reason why we got these motherfucking jobs the master coin over here talking about bitch we run out of coins and i'm over here the master i i'm talking about bitch we got pirates who's trying to twirl us and it's like he over here we, we'll give you money we'll give you money and it's like ugh i just know brother corliss is just rolling his eyes like who this white man is getting on my nerves? Like he gets on my nerves, so I can't even imagine just sitting there and just being like, trying to air out your grievances in front of the king and like having this meeting. And it's like these aggressions, like these little small little aggressions. And it's like this little fucking barking ass dog. Like, oh, sh- I can't stand him. Anyway, so he was like, "Girl, boom." So, um, so anyway, so brother brother Corliss is like. What I suggest is... He was like, I like the idea that you want to give me some money for the ships. That's cute and all. But how about this? How about we flex on these motherfuckers and show them who the fuck we are and meet them with force? You know what I'm saying? Like, we got we got it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we are the girls with, like, the manpower, the force. The Like, we just looking like punks because... These motherfuckers is taking us out, and like we just we just trying to be pa- peaceful. You know what I'm saying? That don't make no damn sense. So Rhaenyra over here lurking, you know, just being a cupbearer. and basically just being a bottle waitress at this point without being tipped. Like she's just really just no sparklers. You know what I'm saying? Like she's don't got no bandage dress on. Like she's just really giving. It's kind of late. I don't really like seeing ranira in this like a lady of servitude who's just like giving off like, "Oh, let me refill your drink." And it's like it's it's weird to me because it's like that is the heir to the Iron Throne. Why is she? Why is she a bottle waitress? You know, like that seems so goofy to me. Anyways, so Renira over here lurking and she peeping game, and so she turned around and interrupted the meeting. She's talking about some. Well, why don't we... We got the dragons. So, why don't we send in the dragons? And, you know, we got dragon riders. Let's use the motherfucking dragons. Everybody's kind of gagged. And Brother Corliss looks at Rainier. Rainier is like, you know what, bitch? At least somebody got a plan. And so they make, like, a cute little connection and whatnot. But it's like... A part of me especially because I'm a fan of the game of thrones realm and all that stuff it always defaults on a dragons like and I understood this like now now that I've watched the c- series finale I mean the si- season finale it makes a little bit more sense but if, I was always like why don't y'all just y'all got the dragons why don't you just use them you know what I'm saying like it's like you can't give me a dragon because anybody who looks at me crazy and be like, Dracarys, roast and toast. Oh, you want to act crazy? Roast and toast. Oh, what did you say? You raised your voice? Roast and toast. I would just be roasting and toasting. Like, it would just be like, I. that's how I would do it. But I mean, clearly, that's not the way to go, it, go about it. Because last episode, basically, Viserys was telling Rhaenyra, like, bitch, like, this is like... A very powerful creature these are weapons of mass destruction almost you know what i'm saying so yeah and so she says that and then her dad's kind of like gagged because and in one way like you interrupted the meeting and you're not supposed to like really you're just supposed to refill the juice girl like you ain't supposed to be you're supposed to be seen not heard you know and so Otto's like, well, maybe she she her talents are best picking the king's guard. And so he takes her out to the courtyard and they trying to pick a king's guard and whatnot. And so all these knights are coming up and like you know saying like, oh, I, this person was knighted at a young age and this person was. And so she's being presented all these like soldiers, if you will, but like knights, um, somebody who's going to basically be like a bodyguard. And so she's like reviewing them or whatever, and. Otto's right next to her, in her ear, lurking. And you know who else is actually really lurking? Rhaenys. Princess Rhaenys is lurking, too. She's, like, watching her pick a knight- knight's guard. So, she's over here like, this is cute and all, but, like, who? Rhaenyra. She's Rhaenyra's like, okay, I like these options. This is cute and all. Love y'all. Love that for you. But who was actually been in combat? Who actually be knowing how to throw hands? Who actually know how to fight? Like, who actually been about this life? Who? Because I'm looking at y'all motherfuckers. Y'all just been, like, knighted at a young age. So all y'all did was sit up in the castles and, you know, drink wine and and live a very luxury, plush life. And who's... And then Otto's like, well, you need to consider... And she stretches his ass to the fuck down. He was like, this is the king's life that we're trying to guard, baby. So why would we put an amateur on deck when we need to be asking motherfuckers, do they know how to fight? Have they been in combat? That's who need to be motherfucking protecting the king. And that's how you, like, you should have known from Jump that Otto don't really got the king's best interest. He's always got his own best interest at hand. So he's like, so he's not even thinking like, yeah, we need to get the best security for the king. It'd be the closest ones to you, bitch, that try to get you. It'd be the closest ones. So anyway, so she, then she's introduced yet again to Sir Kristen, um, the cute guy who sh- um, she met at the tourney in the last episode. And he's like, yeah, I've been in combat. I've twirled, motherfuckers. I be, you know, fighting motherfuckers. I got hands, basically. And so she was like, all right, well, congratulations. You're going to be the knight's Guard or whatever. And that kind of, like, gets under Otto's skin because she's basically letting him know, like, bitch, I need to gently remind you I am heir to the Iron Throne. I am the princess of the realm. So... What I say goes, and I don't really need a lot of your opinion, because, I mean, I don't know if she really thinking this, but in my mind, I'm like, because I'm sitting back in the cut, and you ain't really doing anything. You say you got my my dad's back, but it's given like you don't, and I don't fuck with you. Well, she didn't say all that, but, like, in my mind, that's what I think I would say. Uh, so, some of them were riding right along. So, they in the courtyard. She, you know, chooses Sir Christian. Boom. So, next, they shoot to a scene where Allison is chilling with the king. And so, I'm sure, you know, Otto's over here like, go, you know, rub up on the king. row, go rub up on the king. You know what I'm saying? And Allison being... I, I mean, at, I'm sure at this point, Allison's already peeped a little bit of game. But she's really kind of giving dumb dirty bitch, if that makes sense. Like, she don't really... And honestly, if... Later on in the series, you'll realize, like, she really did not know, I think, what was going on. Like, she was being played. You know, I think sh- she really is not even aware still. She's just like, oh, my daddy told me to come hang out with you because you are lonely and you sad. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, when, you know, your mom or your dad, well, maybe my mom and my dad, they be like, oh, go hang out with, you know, your grandma for a little bit. Well, I loved hanging with my grandma. But, like, somebody who just... Needed some company, be like, oh, hang out with them for a little bit. I'm sure maybe she thought like that's what it was giving. But Otto was like, no, bitch. Like, you need to get them when they weak in the knees, bitch. Like, you gotta come in when they're the most vulnerable. Which again, Otto is just a fucking manipulator and just cause he be just doing all this sneaky shit because that's what you do. You hit you hit motherfuckers when they the lowest and the most vulnerable, and then all of a sudden you get in good. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how motherfuckers end up in bad relationships, bitch. That's how motherfuckers... You know what? This is not the Solomon Ray podcast. Let me get back to the episode because child, I'll just go on a really big tangent on that. So she over here chilling with the, the king and it's kind of weird because he has like this huge replica of the realm that he's kind of like looking at and it's like this little miniature replica. And so he's like, you know, there's like little moving pieces, you know, like those nerdy... Like, rich men who just be having, like, toy trains in their garage or, like, little replica buildings and, like, oh, this is what I work on. they my little hobby. It's giving that. And so one of the dragons, like a little toy dragon, well, not a toy dragon, but, like, um a little miniature sculpture of a dragon that's part of that little miniature little realm thing. It's like a toy, bitch falls off it breaks and she picks it up and whatnot um and allison suggests that he talks to rhaenyra about the queen's death and he over here talking about well yeah every time i try to talk to her like she feel like she don't really want to listen to me or like want to talk or whatever and so basically that's all she's suggesting is like you should talk to your daughter all right so boom Next scene is some Mo Alicent shit. And so she's chilling with Rhaenyra, her homegirl. And she's just like, girl, I'm, she's like, hey, girl, how you doing? And Rhaenyra's like, girl, I'm going through it. And she's like, wow, girl, really? she's like, yeah, bitch, really? And so Rhaenyra's just like, bitch, why are we here? And so she's like, she basically takes her to like a place where um, she's like, I come here sometimes and I pray. And Rhaenyra's like, bitch, are you crazy? Are you okay? You know what I'm saying? She's looking at her like, oh, here she go with that that religious shit again. You know, like, that's really what Renier was giving. Like, it's really no shade to the religious girls. But she was really giving, like, here this bitch go with that religious shit again. And so in the world of Game of Thrones, there's a, I think there's two religions or something. Or, like, there's different spiritualities. And one of them is, I don't, I, I'm i probably getting this wrong. One is the seven seven something bitch and then the others the mother bitch i don't know it's two different religions and allison is part of one religion or whatever one of them and she was like yeah my mama done died and sometimes i come here and i pray and she said girl won't you sit down and pray with me and it reminded me of that scene and what's love got to do with it when tina turner goes and she runs to her friend's home and her friend's like, Anime, come sit down with me and let's, you know, let's chant. And she's giving like, Nam yo ho dan Nam yo ho dan Nam yo ho dan And first she starts chanting, and Anime looking at I me, mean, Tina Turner. Anime is looking at her friend like, "Bitch, are you crazy?" And she's like, "No, but Anna, come on, let's 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 do this. It's fun. It works." And then all of a sudden, like she started chanting. That's really what it was giving. She was like, Allison was like, Rhaenyra, come sit down, girl. Let's let's pray together." And Renee like, "Bitch." Here it is, Hugo. But, you know, I guess if she... I ain't got nothing else to lose, bitch. It ain't gonna bring my mama back, but, girl, fine. So she tries to pray, and then she breaks down crying, and, like, you see, like, this vulnerable moment, era and it's like, damn, bitch, like, she's really missing her mom. And it's, it's like you realize that she's still a young girl, you know? And despite the fact that you're in this world of people dying and dropping, like, flies and, like, your royalty and all this other bullshit. At the end of the day, like, that's still your mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to miss your parents. And you forget just how young she is. It's like, and it's not like she lost her mom, like, as an adult or whatever. Like, she lost her mom at a really young age. So she's kind of like, uh, you know, she's still vulnerable. And she has, like, this very tough exterior. But at the same time, it's like, you see that vulnerable side, which is really sweet and very endearing, which why fucks with Rhaenyra. Um, but she really didn't pray, though. So, <laughs> um, what else? So it, so then they move to a scene where King Viserys is out, just outside or whatever, bitch. And Brother Corlys and Princess Rhaenys, they come to him and they're like, hey, girl, so let me tell you something. So we our, like, the crown is being perceived as weak, and the girls in the realm is looking at us like we some weak-ass bitches, and you a weak-ass motherfucker, like, so we need to fix this before some shit really goes awry. He's like, bitch, we got a dead queen. You know what I'm saying? Then you over here doing some wild shit, like, naming Rhaenyra, who's a girl, as heir to the throne, bitch. We got ships burning up at port. Like, it's crazy, bitch. So we suggest... The best way to show the realm that we really got our shit together is if we forge together a marriage between your house, Targaryen, and our house, Valerian, which are the most the oldest houses in Valeria old Valeria or whatever, and the most powerful, the most sickening, or whatever. So he was like, Okay, girl, I'm listening. And so she's like, Well, why don't um we she, she suggests that they can unite their houses by marrying their 12-year-old daughter, Lady Lena. And he's looking at her like, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll definitely give it some thought. But then Viser- Viserys was like, kept it a buck. And he was like, girl, I... Ooh, there go my stomach. He was like, girl, I literally just burnt my wife. You know, like, I my wife just died. Like, it's, it hasn't even been six months. Like, this is crazy. Like, I can't even think about marrying somebody and she's like that's your duty you have to marry like you have to find a wife so that's what it is and um, basically brother Corliss was like he basically quote says a storm for a storm you can either go through it or around it but you should never await it so he's basically saying like let's prepare now because we don't want to get caught up in these motherfuckers really get us together so then they shoot to the next scene where it's rhaenyra and she's over here having dinner with her dad and they spark up a conversation and they're like basically talking about how like they miss queen emma and da da, da, da woo, do, do, do. and then rhaenyra what does she do she does something oh she said well i picked um sir Kristen you know, the Kingsguard, and she, you know, kind of brings that up. And he's like, okay, cool. And he kind of, like, brushes her off. And so then she's like, oh, okay, well, I also want to bring up what happened at the small council, me interrupting. And he's like, oh, girl, it's fine, you're young. And she told Allison before, she was like, I hate the fact that my dad only sees me as, like, his little girl and not, like, the boss bitch that I'm supposed to be. And so it's kind of sucks because here she is trying to show her dad, like, Yes, I definitely miss my mom, but, like, I don't always maybe want to talk about my dead mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I just want to talk about other things. You know, like, I want to show you, like, hey, I made a really good decision on the Kingsguard. Like, these motherfuckers was trying to put some wimpy-ass motherfuckers as your bodyguard. And I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I had to skirt it up a little bit and be like, no, bitch. We need somebody who's... Like, she's looking kind of for her dad for, like, approval and be like, yeah, bitch, you, you did that, girl. Like, work, bitch. You know? And he's giving her, like, oh, it's fine. You're young. Just eat your food, girl. Like, it's giving that, and she's kind of gagging. So, that's what happens with that, and then she's kind of feeling some type of way that he dismisses her and blah, blah, blah. So then, it pushes down to the next scene where Viserys is back outside and he's walking around with Lady Lena, who's 12 years old. She, but Girl, she look like she's eight years old, and the wig they got on her is wild. <laughs> they got this big, heavy ass white wig on her, and it's crazy, bitch. So she look crazy, and and you just notice how young she is. He notices how young she is, and she's like basically feeding King Viserys all the bullshit that his mama and her, her mama and her daddy didn't told her to say, and so she's like. He was like, "Well, what else did um, your parents say?" And he was like, "Well, my mom said that I won't have to bed you till I'm fourteen years old." And then he's like, gagged. So Rayneese, who's lurking yet again, she's lurking hard, body, but so is Renira. She's watching all these people in the garden. I mean, watching King Viserys and Lady Lena, the twelve-year-old, just walk around the like the garden and talking or whatever, basically going on a date, bitch. And so they lurking, and then so Rhaenyra's like, girl, boo. And so she walks off, but then Lady Rhaena stops her, and she's basically asking Rhaenyra, like, hey, girl, like, not Lady Rhaena, Princess Rhaenys, bitch. Rhaenyra, so she stops Rhaenyra and is like, hey, girl, does that bother you? And so Rhaenyra turns around and tells Princess Rhaenys, like, I don't know, does it bother you that your young daughter is out here courting a old-ass man, my daddy. Does it bother you? Which kind of gagged me because I was like, oh. Because I love, I love for like a little, like a good old shady comeback, bitch. I love it. I live and breathe. She said, because it was like, does that bother you, Rhaenyra? Bitch, th- see, now you're doing too much. Because actually, my question is, does it bother you? That's who I really want to know. Does it bother you that you pimping out your daughter? When all you need to do is just stay home and eat your food. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't you don't even really matter. <laughs> you don't even really matter in this realm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's even checking for you, thinking about you. Nothing. No, Like, all, you have a really comfortable life. All you really need to do is just be at home and just eat your food. So, first off, why are you over here lurking? And then, two, why you got that shady shit to say to me? Does that... You know what? This is why this is why some of the girls is better than me. Cause I would have popped off. So then, um, Rainice warns Rhaenyra that she will not be queen. She was like, basically saying like, girl, that's cute that, you know, they named you queen, but I just want to let you know, it's never going to happen. This is a man's world. And, um, she was like, your father will remarry and a son will be born. And the great council will not want you there. So, it's kind of like on one end it's a little shady for Qu- um Princess Rainice because she's like, "Girl, I'm jealous that you are heir to the throne. My daddy um I mean my grand my, my grandpa didn't even want me on. He didn't even name me um as heir to the throne. But here's your daddy loves you so much. Like he was like, "Yeah, my daughter will be heir to the throne." So she's probably in her feelings about it, but she's also like basically Giving her big mama tea where she's just like, girl, just, they don't fuck with us. You know, like, we're women. Like, they don't fuck with us like that. So, I just want to let you know, like, don't get your hopes up because eventually this is what's going to happen. So, on one end, she being shady and she letting her feelings leak out all over the place. But at the another end, Rainice is like, girl, it's like, you know, they they don't fuck with us. You know what I'm saying? So, she's like, you'll never be queen. bitch. And baby, Rainier ethers Rainice the fuck down to the ground. And she's like, no. She was like, she's like, um, because Rainice was like, they'll deny you. So Rainier was like, no, they denied you as queen. Bitch, the way my mouth dropped to the motherfucking floor, the way I my mouth dropped to the motherfucking floor. She said, no, they denied you, baby. Ooh, oh, oh. Oh, that's the best. Like, when I tell you how to rewind that scene so many times, she said, and the way Rhaenyra looked over her shoulder and said it. Like, not even, like, basically, like, full-on conversation. She basically looked over her shoulder and was like, no, baby, no, baby. They denied you. Ooh, gagged. But then um, she said, you're the queen that never was. But they bent the knee for me and called me the heir to the throne. Baby, and then and then Rhaenyra just kept going and ate her up. She said, no, baby, they denied you. You, bitch, you're the queen that never was and never will be. But let me just remind you that them motherfuckers, the great council that you said didn't fuck with you and will not fuck with me. No, no, no. Let me remind you, they bent the knee for me and called me their heir to the throne. So, baby, and check that. Baby, when I tell you I screamed bloody murder at that scene, but hold on, hold on, hold on. But it gets better. It gets better. Because just right when you think Rhaenyra got Renice, just when you think she got her, Renice still sitting, just still just perched. Because that's what Renice be. Renice don't even be walking around. She just be perched. And that's why I kind of like really do fuck with her because she's like, a bitch of a certain age to where, like, you get to that one age, you're like, bitch, I ain't... You ain't about to ruffle my feathers, honey. Like, she's just sitting there perched. And you just think Rainier just ate her the fuck up. And she said, oh, do you remind your your father's men that as you carry their cups? Bitch. Bitch. The way... I was left speechless and stunned, bitch. She said, do you remind your father's men that as you carry their cups? She said, (laughs) Rainey said, let me just remind you that you're a bottle waitress. And how fucking derogatory is that for you to be over here refilling these men's cups when you are ranked higher than them? But baby, let me remind you the reason why you're ranked higher than them. Because at the end of the day, you're still a woman in the realm. Like I just told you. But you was already in your feels. And you was already feeling some type of way. Because you see this young girl trying to get married off to your daddy. Who barely just, you barely still mourning your, your dead mama who's actually died because she's a woman of the realm so you already so when i asked you how does that make you feel you basically didn't give me the full truth and you lied to cover up your motherfucking feelings but now let me really fucking eat through you because at the end of the day you're still a woman in the realm filling up motherfuckers men's cups those men that you said got your back oh they got your back Oh, 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 okay, okay. Just make sure when that cup gets half empty, you fill it up. Bitch. 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 And I was like, you know what? I'm really Team Rainese, bitch. Like, that's really the ghetto gagger. I really fucks with her. That's, honestly, I could really end this episode on that. Like, it was just, that alone was so good. Like... She said, oh, really? Do you remind your father men of that as you carry their cups? Now, I don't know what white person wrote that. Because I only know, I know there's only white people in the writer's room. So we don't even need to get into that. But I don't know who wrote that line. But shout out to you for writing that Like, Because that's, I love a swift, subtle, and succinct read, bitch. I love a good straight to the motherfucking throat ethered read. Do you remind your father's men of that as you carry their cups? And sat there perched, unbothered, not even barely moving, bitch. Perched. Bitch, I got to move on to the next scene because I could talk about this. Y'all know I can get to rambling and to going with this. Oh, that was just so good. Anyways, let me (laughs) me not get into this. But it also kind of sucks because it's like, it's like, it sucks that, like, they're women of the realm. And it's like they're, you know, always going to be dogged out. And it's like, damn, these niggas, them really try, they're really trying to turn these women against each other. But, 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 I don't want to spoil the rest of the series. It's, I like how they come together towards the end. Anyway, so boom. who that was so good. So moving right along. Back at another motherfucking meeting with the small council. They learned that Damon, who previously sees, um, um, Previously seized Dragonstone stole the drag, stole one of the dragon's eggs that was intended for the late Prince Balon and has declared his intentions to marry his mistress, Myceria, or whatever the fuck that bitch's name. And talking about how she's pregnant and stuff like that, and that's going to be his second wife. And So, it's crazy because in the last episode, I'm like, I feel like this... When she was, um, when Damon told her to put her hand on the dragon, she was like, Feel this. I feel like he was like, Bitch, there's an egg in there. So, anyways, Damon's a stunt queen. We already know that. She is a, Damon is a stunt queen. So, he over here talking about, Well, I'm not gonna, um, I'm gonna marry a second wife who's basically not to be like disrespectful. Like, she's a whore. And, you know, he's like, Oh, I stole, um, my nephew's dragon egg, because he dead anyways. And I'm, I plan on putting it in my baby's crib, because they put the dragon eggs in the baby's cribs, so that they can, like, bond with the dragon when it hatches. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, So that they have, like, this bond, like, this unique bond, the dragon and the Targaryen child. So, anyway, so, boom. So... Otto Hightower is like, girl, we need to go confront Damon. And, you know, he's illegally occupying Dragonstone. And, you know, let's just go with the watch guards and just really confront him, right? So Sir Otto Hightower and, like, a small group of, like, the girls arrive to confront Damon and demanding that he return the dragon egg, which is crazy because it's like, they wasn't really worried about, like, girl, you got to leave Dragonstone. We told you to go to Runestone. We didn't say nothing about your ass is supposed to be living up in Dragonstone. But they wasn't really concerned with that. They were like, bitch, we need the egg back. We need You need to give us that egg, bitch. So, Dame is like, absolutely not. You're not going to take the egg. And I'm not going to leave Dragonstone. And I'm going to marry this lady. And that's all there is to it um what do you want to do do you want to fight because we can fight and Otto's like trying to like flex a little bit and and then Sir Kristen's with him too. and he, I, I forgot what he says but something like um Damon basically was like and who are you or something like that and Sir Kristen was like the one that um beat your ass in the tournament last episode that's that that that's who I am gag damon a little bit Ga- damon was a little bit gag he was like yeah who am i yeah yeah let me remind you who i am i'm the one who beat your ass at the tournament that's the one i am any questions so they're kind of like it's they're about to like r- r- tussle bitch they all 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 the on both sides the king's um wa- i mean the watchman with damon on one side And then Otto and his little group and Sir Kristen on the other side—they about to tussle, bitch. Well, not Otto, cause Otto's scary. You know what I'm saying? Like he don't even look like he know how to fight nothing. Like he just feel like I feel like he would pull hair. You know what I'm saying? Like do stupid shit, like pull hair and scream and like do stupid shit. So Dame is like, girl. I'll repeat myself again, like, I'm not leaving, I'm not changing this egg, I'm not giving you back the egg, I'm not changing my bride, like, it's not, I don't know what else to tell you, but this is what's gonna happen, so we can do this one or two ways. Y'all can leave nicely, or you see that dragon up there? All I gotta say is one word, and and the dragon will roast and toast all y'all motherfuckers. And bitch, they pan to the dragon, the dragon just sitting on on, on the mountain just looking like Damon, let me know. Just tell me when. Tell me when, Damon. The whole, and and the dragon over here, roaring and just Aggie. She, a, the dragon's like, Damon, just let me know, bro. Like, let me know. Now I, I got these motherfuckers. And so Otto and Sir Kristen, they like, you know what? Maybe we need to relax. Like, maybe we need, to, this is not going to work in our favors because this dragon is already a little Aggie. Which is so goofy because it's like, that's the one part about the Game of Thrones series and, like, this franchise and, you know, where I feel like who in their right mind will go against anybody with a dragon? Especially somebody like Damon? You know he crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you dealing with, like, Viserys, who actually doesn't have a dragon, which is wild. But, like, you're not dealing with somebody who's, like, level-headed and, like, sympathetic. Like, you're dealing with a crazy motherfucker like Damon, who's just pulling stunts, like— just living in dragonstone just you know stealing eggs just walking into people's houses eating up their food fucking they bitches like just doing whatever the fuck you want to do you think you're you like this is how stupid it is you dead ass thing you about to walk up to damon be like hey girl can we get the egg back just are you dumb you, It has to be mental illness. It has to be. It, 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 because there is no way in God's green earth or Westeros' green earth where you would just be like, yep, yeah, let me just go ahead and just have a little discussion with him. Stupid. Just really fucking dumb. So, at, they're at this point where they're, they're basically like, girl, we ain't gonna be able to get this dragon egg bag. This is some bullshit. This dragon over here about to roast and toast us, like girl, we really, this is an L. We should never came over here. Now we gotta walk all the way back home. <laughs> that's the funny thing about it is, like, y'all niggas gotta go all the way home, bitch. I know your feet hurt. Like, bitch, that's crazy. <laughs> so, out of, and then out of nowhere, right when they, like, shit's about to hit the fan, out of the fucking clouds comes a second dragon. It's Syrax with fucking Rhaenyra on, on, on Rex, and so she lands and then so she walks up to damon she moves the girls out the way she was like everybody move and they actually she don't even tell them to move they just move out of her way and otto's over here talking about i forgot what he said but something to the tune of like um like maybe she needs to get back or like something to the tune of like don't interfere and Rhaenyra just keeps walking. She's, like, still paying I don't no fucking mind. She. This is why how I know. This is also what fucks it up, too. Because she's getting under auto skin. Damon and Rhaenyra is getting under auto skin. Because remember last episode when Damon was like, bitch, I crippled your son. And keep it cute because I could fuck your daughter. That's really what it was given. He was like, bitch, play in my face some more. See what the fuck happened. And see how much us Targaryens can get away with. And so is like, bitch, I'm not going to give all that. But, like, I will just ignore you. I will pay you dust. So every time you say, oh, why don't you skirt?" Let me decide. When she was like, let me decide who I want, the Kingsguard. Let me just, let me do what I need to do. And so he's basically, like, she, he's gagged because here come Rhaenyra on her dragon to come talk to Daemon. And he's giving basically like, this is not your business. Like, girl, move. And so she basically, she doesn't even look at him. She doesn't even look at Otto. She's just like, says something to the tune of, um, I want to warn y'all. That dragon that I I flew on, very protective over me. Very protective over me. So I would suggest y'all move out the fucking way, and we ain't gonna have no problems. So... Girl. And because that's part of like having a dragon egg in the um, the baby's crib is they grow like this strong, like emotional bond or whatever. And she's like, yeah, um, that dragon back there. Mm-hmm. Very protective over me. Keep it cute. And part of the Targaryens is you can't roast and toast them. They're like, oh, no, you can. I'm trying to think. Maybe when they're alive, you can't. Or when they're dead, you can't. I don't know. I think there's something to the tune of, like, they're resistant to fire. or I, I think I had to double check on that. But anyways, so she's like, girl, keep it cute. So she's talking to Damon, and she's basically like... She basically talked to her uncle, and it was just like, girl, this is some crazy bullshit. Like, you know, these niggas is, like, wildin', but you wildin' too, and, like, girl, you over here talking about you gonna marry this woman, you already got a wife, like, now you're already, like trying to destroy the family name, like, you it And plus, she's like, bitch, you're living in my home. So her dad gave gave her, or, you know, bequeathed Dragonstone to her. So, but she's not able to obtain it until she's, like, of the rightful age or some shit. So she was like, nigga, I could evict you. You're in my house. Like, girl, you're doing too much. So long story short, Damon kind of gets in his feels or whatever, but he's like, you know what? You're right, bitch. And so he tossed the dragon egg, and she gets the dragon egg, puts it back into this little thing, and then they, um, gives it to them, Otto and them, and they're like, all right, girl, see y'all home. She said, while y'all over here gotta walk home and take, you know, a ship to get home, I'll just get on my little dragon real quick and be home in about 15 minutes, bitch. But I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. (laughs) She said, and, and she gave very much. And you're thank, and and you're welcome. And I know Otto was gagged, bitch. I know he was gagged, bitch. And so, what happens next? Um, what is it? Um. So I guess like that kind of really upset some people, especially Viserys, um, and eventually. He announced that he's his intentions to marry Allison, and I think I don't know what part this was, but he basically says like, "Hey girls, hey girls and girls and guys, I'm just want to let y'all know since y'all bitches over here talking about like, oh, um, I need to marry someone. I love all the suggestions, love them, thanks everyone, but um, ultimately it's my decision and I'm gonna marry Allison. And Allison's over here looking surprised because you know she's goofy she probably didn't even see this shit coming allison was probably like um i'm confused because in her mind i'm sure she was like i'm just chilling with the king like you know i i just thought we was just chilling you know what i'm saying but see Basiris, who's a man you know what i'm saying Like, it's like he probably was like bitch i thought she was trying to fuck you know what i'm saying like that's really what it was giving. no shade but like he's a guy he was probably like misinterpreting but she's so young She her mind's probably not even thinking about this she's really probably at 15 years old or however young she is she's probably like oh I'm just like chilling with this old ass man because my daddy wants me to because it's a friend of the family and basically my dad's employer and he feels some type of way and I know what it's like to lose you know how like kids simplify shit and they're like I know what it's like to lose my mom so like maybe I can help him with his grief Next thing you know, she's like, bitch, I got to marry the nigga. What? I know she gagged. But you want to know who else gagged? Rainera and Brother Corliss. Gagged. So, Brother Corliss is so gagged. He ends up, um, because he got rejected. His, his daughter got rejected. Which, honestly, would have made more sense. Like, it's still gross, the fact to marry some young girl like that. But it's like, it would have made more sense to marry... Um, brother Corlys because he comes from money he comes from stature and power and like they're two very powerful houses the only reason why they're not as powerful as the Targaryens because they don't got no dragons but they can still no they can't ride dragons only the children are descendants of Targaryens anyways long story short so basically they kind of can't like some of the Valerians can ride dragons anyway so it feels like the most perfect like match and you know he ended up going with the help <laughs> not to be shady but i mean it's not like the high towers are not you know those girls they're actually the oldest living house in westeros and they were there thousands of years before the targaryens so they're like a very old like quote-unquote like very old prestigious like house but they are not rulers you know what i'm saying they're not like those girls like the targaryens and the valyrians so it's kind of like an ale but you know Viserys is feeling some type of way he's weak in the knees bitch like he's vulnerable and he's like well, this is the only person who showed me kindness and, you know, been sweet. All y'all motherfuckers all want to talk about is war and coins and pirates and, and bullshit. And I'm a, and my brother and, you know, dragon stones and dragon eggs being stolen. Like, that's all y'all niggas want to talk about. And it's like, sometimes I just like, what about me? What how, nobody, nobody asked me how I'm doing. That's really what he's like. Nobody ever asked me how I'm doing. They're just trying to party it up, like, live off of my shit. and Like, nobody asked me how I feel at night when I go home in my chambers and shed a couple tears. Like, he's not, you know. So, needless to say, Otto really got his ass because that's all the work of Otto. Because Allison got played and so the fuck did Basiris. They both got played by Otto. And neither one of them see it. Not yet, at least. But neither one of them see it. But you know who do see it? Brother Corliss. So anyway, so boom. So Brother Corliss goes to, I want to say Dragonstone or wherever the fuck Prince Damon is. And he's like proposing like to form an alliance and to retake the Stepstones and use the victory as like a mutual advantage. So he was like, bitch, I know you trying to murk these niggas. And so, why don't you, since you a hothead, telling Damon, like, since you a hothead and you ready to like fight and you got all this, the watchmen and everybody, why don't we join forces? My motherfuckers on my ships, your bitches on, on foot and stuff. Why don't we join forces together and fight these motherfuckers at the stepstones and kill off these pirates and a crab feeder? You know, because your brother over here doing some wild shit and over, you know, where he at. And we got to, we got to, Fight off these pirates before they take us over. And so one thing is Corliss is, I, I fucks with Corliss because he's he is a hothead and not a hothead like Damon, but he be speaking his mind, bitch. And one time at the great council, he says something and Otto Hightower basically was like, I want to remind you. That you were talking to the king and just because we invite you into this room don't mean you can talk to him any other type of way. Which is very white of him to say, you know what I'm saying? Like basically telling the only black man in the whole goddamn fucking over office basically. Like the only black man there talking about we invited your ass up in here. But don't be talking to us any other type of way. Okay. Don't be talking to us like you done lost your motherfucking mind. And it's so fucking disrespectful, but, you know, I could really get into that, and I'm not. So, basically, so he's basically talking to Damon and talking about, yeah, we need to join forces. And he says some, like, not-so-savory things about Basiris, And then Damon turns around and is like, let me remind you, Corliss, you talking about my brother. And I can say whatever I want about my brother. I could call him every fucking name out of the motherfucking sun, but you are not allowed. So keep a little bit, I'm, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I see where you going. We can make a great team, but I just want to let you know, don't say no slick shit about my brother because at the end of the day, it's still my brother. And I fucks with that because that's when you get to see like, yes, Damon on the outside is a piece of shit to most people. And yes, he, but he's still like, that's still my brother. I still fucks with my brother. I like, you know, like we're family. And he's like, that's still my niece. Or like, you know, like he's like, I may not listen to you, Otto Hightower, but I'm gonna listen to my niece. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he's, he's still like connected to like family. And like, I listen to my family. Like I'm willing to protect and love my family, but y'all bitches are disposable. So he basically kind of low key checks, brother Corliss, like, girl, keep it cute. You, you, you better not leap, better not leap. And that's the end of the episode, and that's really all that happened. Um, who do I want to give a shout out to on this episode? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Who fucking died, bitch? Um, did anybody die? Honestly, you know what? I'm gonna I'm going to give a shout out to Renira. Listen, and she didn't die. She didn't die. But she was ethered the fuck down by Rhaenys. (laughs) I can't even get over it. Bitch, I have to play that. I have to play that for y'all. But the men of the realm already had their opportunity to appoint a ruling queen at the Great Council, and they denied it. They denied you, Princess Rhaenys. The queen who never was but they bent the knee to me and called me heir to the throne. Do you remind your father's men of that as you carry their cups? Oh! Ah, shout out to Renera because at that was the, the I was that was that was time of death. That was time of death. Do you remind your ma- yeah, um them motherfuckers that when you fill their cups? <laughs> Bitch, she was gagged. Oh, she was gagged. I mean, listen, I like. what did I say? I cannot talk about this scene because this scene sends me to the moon and back, bitch. Because if you can just, I'm looking at, I'm watching the scene right now and if you could just see Rainey, she's just, she's really, she's not even sitting up proper. She's just leaned back on, like, just gangster with it. Just leaned up on the damn seat. Just chilling, like, Feet, like, her feet ain't propped up, but she's giving, like, her feet could be propped up and somebody could be picking her motherfucking fruit and feeding her fucking grapes. She's like, do you tell your, the man who you fill the cups? Them? Them the man? The one you fill that cup? Oh, okay, okay. Just, just trying to check, little girl. Trying to check, little girl. Like, hysterical. Um. Anyway, so that's the end of episode two. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do an episode every day. What is it? Monday and maybe episodes on Friday. We'll see. I I gotta figure out like a recording schedule and how I'm gonna get this done. But um, yes, thank you guys so much. Also, if you want to rate and review this podcast, you can still do it, girl. Like even if you rate and reviewed the um Salemarie podcast on Apple Music and Spotify, you can still write another review on um the Apple Music, the Apple Music podcast stuff. What is it called? Apple Podcast? Girl, Apple Podcast. That's what it is. You can still write another review, even if it's, it could be your second review, bitch. You'd be like, here it is, reviewed and revisited. So feel free to do that again. The Solomon Ray podcast is every Thursday. Um, If you are new and just now listening to this podcast because you search Game of Thrones, Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Solomon Ray music. I mean, no, that's it. Just Solomon Ray music. You can follow me anywhere. Really? All my handles are Solomon Ray music. Um, just don't follow me on Instagram. I mean, Twitter, because I just be saying some wild shit on there that I have to delete later and be like, bitch, that was crazy. So anyways, until next episode, thank you guys for listening. Take care of yourself and each other. Bye.